God, we thank you for your greatness in Jesus' name, and we praise you for who you are. Thank you for, Lord God, blessing us in this time where turmoil is in the world. Everything is going topsy-turvy. Amen. We can't count on the government system. We can't count on the economic system. We sure can't count on, amen, military. All we have is you, and you're more than enough. And I ask you, Lord God, to bless us in your truth. Amen. Praise the Lord, because this is the foundation that everything rests upon. We ask you, Lord God, to bless us in your word with ears to hear. Bless me with the voice to speak what you've given me to speak. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us say amen. And amen. And amen. We thank the Lord for his blessings. Amen. For who he is today. I thank the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord for uh, my leader and overseer, Apostle Coward. Amen. Praise the Lord. Apostle C.A. Coward. We thank the Lord for the presiding bishop. Amen. Bishop Ira McLeod. We thank the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord for Bishop Brookshire. Amen. My friend in the Lord. And we thank the Lord so much for Overseer Williams also too. Amen. Praise the Lord. And amen. Thank the Lord also too for, amen, Brother Lewis, Minister Lewis Potts is doing such a wonderful job. Amen. Doing such a wonderful job here. Amen. During this time. And we thank God for all of you also too, pastors. Amen. Brothers, amen, and sisters, amen, praise the Lord, and our wives also too, amen, thank the Lord for our first ladies also too, amen, first lady, amen, for the first ladies, uh, uh, amen, and my wife in her absence, she's at work today, amen, she had to get back to the grind, amen, amen, she was lamenting it so hard to go back to work after you've been up in the clouds, amen, then you got to go back to the daily grind, amen, and you don't. It's hard to have patience, amen, praise the Lord, with foolishness when you've been with the Lord, amen. And, uh, and uh, so we just thank the Lord for all of you all that are, amen, in here today in Jesus' name. Our God is so worthy of, amen, who he is in Jesus' name. We were, uh, have been blessed, I thank God for, uh, um, we were talking in essence, the apostle and the bishops about the importance of the articles of faith and the things, amen, that, that, that apostle and uh, has been teaching us uh, one of the great things uh, uh, about having an apostle uh, over you. And I'm not just talking about with a title apostle, but someone truly walking in the apostleship is the prophetic, amen, gifts that God gives, amen, the men of God. Uh, uh, he has, the Lord has taken, given him the ability to, to teach and to preach things, amen, so far ahead of its time. To sometimes you have to be reminded of what he preached, Amen. So when you see the stuff, you say, wait a minute, I know, I know that. <laughs> amen. Praise the Lord. And so this is why, amen, it's very, very important to make sure that you pay attention to what's being taught and the things that you may think are so e uh, easy to be understood or I know this and I know that. And that's the enemy, believe it or not, trying to make you get to a point that what is preached and what is taught is common. I'm here to tell you that it's not common. Amen. Praise the Lord. And this is why it's so important to pay attention to, amen, the, the man of God. And we thank God for the men of God also, too, amen, in their prospective places, amen, in Jesus' name. So it is such a blessing to be able to do this and be here before you. I've been, uh, been running through an, an issue. Uh, we have an issue sometimes in the, 
in the city of Tampa. Amen. Praise the Lord. And a lot of times you get a lot of people in and out of churches and they hop from church to church and from place to place. Amen. I don't know if they have that problem here, but Tampa seems to be, amen, a hotbed. Amen. They don't call it suitcase city for nothing. Amen. They move from one ministry to another ministry to another ministry. Unfortunately, they forget the fact that they take them with themselves. Amen. When they move into the next ministry. And because they come with their old selves into the new place, they, amen, have a hard time listening and paying attention, amen, in the new place so things can change for them, you understand? So I was in writing one day, amen, praise the Lord, and we were dealing with something, had something come up in a Bible study, a Sunday school, and the young man, amen, challenged me, amen, in, uh, in Sunday school, and yeah, I try to be nice, I really do, I, amen, I do, I, I'm not a in-your-face type guy, and things like that, but amen, this particular day, I just couldn't deal with it anymore, and I looked at him, and I said, I told him to shut up, and I surprised myself with that, and I told him to shut up, and I said, listen, and I said, if you can't listen, then you get up out of here, and I told him straight, amen, praise the Lord, I said, I am the teacher here, you will not teach me, I will teach you, and if you can't learn, then get up and go, amen, Amen. And I had to put my foot down. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I told anybody else, anybody else want to go with them? You can go. Amen. Amen. Well, because of this, amen, I began to sit down and begin to write something and, and the Lord began to put something uh, in my spirit and I began to pray over something and it is the student-teacher relationship. The student-teacher relationship. And what happens a lot of times, amen, please, a lot of people don't really understand the relationship between the student and the teacher or the teacher and the student. And because of this, amen, especially some of us, especially some of us that have not been in school in a while, amen, praise the Lord. Amen, praise the Lord. We don't understand it. So because we don't understand it, we don't know how things work. And so literally, amen, praise the Lord, we come with the wrong mindset to be able to learn so we can go further in the name of Jesus. Amen. So amen, praise the Lord. Everyone must know their place when they come to class. Amen. Every person must understand, amen, why they are there. When you come into any teaching or learning place, you must understand what it is you are to do. And you must tell yourself this. Amen. Praise the Lord. Do not take it for granted that you know this because flesh will raise itself up against, amen, the authority. Amen. Praise the Lord. And put you out of place. So therefore, amen, praise the Lord. We must understand the, the, your place and why you're there. In other words, amen, the teacher must teach and the student must learn what the teacher teaches. And I know it seems elementary, amen. You say, I know this, I know this, but don't let your flesh, amen, get you in a position where you don't understand this. Because if you don't understand the power of this position and mindset, you will not learn anything, amen, praise the Lord. And you must understand, amen, praise the Lord, uh, 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 this is very, very, very important in school. It is very, very important in school. You go to, and, 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 and school or educational places, 
do, well, they would do things to put themselves in the position of, I'm here to teach you. For instance, if you go to school in the school system, amen, they give certain authorities and powers to the principals and the teachers and all of those things so that when you walk into their system, you already know that you're the student and they are the teacher. Amen, praise the Lord. You also understand, amen, praise the Lord, when you go to college. And college is especially important, amen, praise the Lord, because when you go into college, they will let you know we've got your money already. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I've had several professors tell us I'm already paid. You already paid me. And since you've already paid me, I'm coming to class to teach you is a courtesy. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. My, my professor, Dr. Brown, he, he taught English. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we were complaining because he was giving us all these papers to write. And amen. And my complaint was, amen, I had a complaint. My complaint was, I am not an English major. I'm a business major. Amen. Praise the Lord. Right when I was about to open my mouth to say this thing, my partner sitting next to me spoke it out ahead of me. And I'm so glad he did because Dr. Brown, amen, immediately, amen, lit into him. Hey, glory, hallelujah. And amen, praise the Lord. And gave him a few choice words on top of that and told him in essence that me coming here is a courtesy to you because since I have your money, he said, all I have to do is have my student assistant come in here and amen and put, we had cassette tapes at that time, and play a cassette tape of my teaching to you. He said, you wouldn't even know what I look like. I come here as a courtesy to you. And so as he taught that, amen, and said that, I sat down quietly in my seat, and I leaned over to my friends and said, bro, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, glory, hallelujah. Amen. But it is important to understand the relationship and the importance of that, and, and what this college is do will do is they say our classes they're so expensive and the reason why they're so expensive is because they want you to pay a cost in order to be there in that particular class at that particular place at that time i was talking to sister erica amen uh, you're familiar with her amen praise the lord and and uh, she of course is from haiti and we were talking about the mindset because she teaches high school now and we were talking about the mindset here in the united states as opposed to haiti and she was saying and as she said well she said, everybody pays to go to school. You first have to pay the tuition to go to school. Then you have to buy the uniform to go to school. You can pay the tuition but not have the uniform and still can't go to school. So since, amen, the price of schooling and education is so high, it will make you respect it to a whole nother level. So when we look at this and understand this, amen, you have to understand the disciple or student is not above his master or, uh, amen, the student must be, uh, must not attain to be better than the teacher. That's the other thing too. You must understand as a student, your job is not to be better than the teacher. You can only hope to be as good as your teacher. Well, actually, I'm in the Bible. Amen, praise the Lord. I'll show you I'm in the Bible. Amen, praise the Lord. And because of this, amen, hallelujah, you must understand that the mentality is since I can only be as good as my teacher, I'm never in a position where I think I'm better than him. I'm never in a position where I think I can even go as far and to teach him. Oh, glory, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. So this is why, amen, praise the Lord, when you go through the scriptures, you'll understand, amen, that the disciples, amen, praise the Lord, must be satisfied with this position. Go to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 22. You don't mind me getting to the scriptures a little bit, huh? 
Amen. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 24, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 24. And we see here in the scriptures, amen, he said, The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. So as long as the master is a teacher, my master, amen, is my teacher, and I am never above my teacher. I don't care what I know, amen, and I don't care what level I go to. If I'm still going to be able to have him to be my teacher, I must realize that he is better than me. You understand what you're talking about? And then he says, and it is enough for the disciple that he be what? As his what? As his master. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if you're going to be a student, amen, you must understand in essence that the most you can ever accept to be if you're going to be a good student is to be as your teacher and not better than your teacher. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we see in the servant as his Lord, if they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of, the, of his household? So in other words, amen, my teacher is not, amen, praise the Lord, is better than me, and my teacher is there to teach me. So what I have to do is I have to place myself in a spirit and a mindset of subjection so that I can be what I need to be and learn what I need to learn learn. This is why a lot of us can't learn from certain people because we think we're better than them and because you walk into the room with the mentality that I know more than bishop so-and-so, I know more than apostle so-and-so, I know more than this teacher and that teacher, literally we can't learn a thing. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you must make yourself satisfied with being as your teacher. In other words, I mean, it is a mentality and a mindset that you must allow, make yourself. And let me tell you, the flesh wants to put you above your teacher. The flesh literally wants to have you in a room to say, wait a minute, I know that, and I know this, and I know that, and I know this. And you know the worst thing in the church today, one of the worst things, believe it or not, that can be in the church today is a concordance. Because we can pull up the Greek and the Hebrew and these different texts and different things. Now, we think in essence, amen, praise the Lord, that we can't sit back and learn from a man of God that may only have a 10th grade education. But I'm here to tell you, amen, praise the Lord, God has given him so much more than you think you'll ever get from a book. Oh, my God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, praise the Lord. And since we don't understand the mentality and the mindset, this is why it's so hard to teach our young people today. Your daughter and your son is sitting there next to you, amen, watching you clean your nails while Apostle Coward, amen, or, or Bishop, amen, the bishop for teaching, and while they're watching you clean your nails and check your cell phone and do all of the things that you do, amen, praise the Lord, and then you're going to send them to school the next day and say, you better behave in school, boy. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. 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 You see, those actions let everyone in the, in the room understand and know that you are not there to be taught. You are not a student. Because when you are a student, you come prepared to learn. 
I used to get in trouble for going to class without a pen or pencil. I used to get in trouble, amen, for not bringing a book to class. If I ever walked to uh, glory, hallelujah, without my books, I got put out of the class and got sent to the principal's office because they said, evidently, you're not prepared to learn today. But we come to church without Bible. We come to church without book. We don't bring pads. We don't bring anything. And we sit there, amen, praise the Lord, with our legs folded and our arms folded saying, Give me something. I'm not going to allow you to give me anything, but give me something. Push past my mindset into my heart so that you can teach me. And I'm here to tell you, God won't do it. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Amen, praise the Lord. Amen, hallelujah. John 13 and 16 says, in essence, amen, the servant isn't greater than his Lord. It's throughout the scriptures, amen, praise the Lord. You can't be greater than your Lord. Literally, amen, praise the Lord. You can't move into position and being a position, amen, praise the Lord, and be greater than your Lord. Oh, glory, hallelujah. And because of this, amen, you must understand that in order to learn and become a disciple of Jesus Christ, amen, praise the Lord, or a disciple of anybody, you must understand, amen, the importance of learning. John 13 and 16, amen, praise the Lord. And the Bible said, verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that what? Sent him, amen, praise the Lord. And in other words, he said, in essence, you cannot be greater than the person that is there to teach you, the person that sent you off, amen, to have the ability to lay hands on you and to anoint you for whatever office that God has placed you in. You must understand you're not better than them. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And this is a theme throughout the scripture. Go to John 15 and 20. The Lord says this again because it's, it's very, very important to understand. Very, very, I say unto you that ye shall, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 15 and 20, uh, John 15 and 20, when he says, remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. And now that's the other thing too. The fact that I am not greater than my teacher, whatever my teacher goes through, amen, praise the Lord. I am supposed to count it as a privilege and a pleasure to go through the same type of ridicule that my teacher has gone through. It is an issue and a problem, amen, if your teacher is having to fight all false doctrines and all of the things that they're doing to debate, amen, and you're sitting there, amen, saying, well, if he would handle it this way, he wouldn't have all them arguments and fights. No, you should be having arguments and fights because your teacher having the same thing. If your teacher's getting up, amen, and preaching something that get people mad, you ought to be able to preach the same thing to get the people mad. That's what you're supposed to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because the same way he is going through something, you need to go through the same thing too. As a matter of fact, that is a sign of whether or not you're a good student. Because if my teacher has to stand and hold his position, I ought to be standing and holding the same position that my teacher held. Glory. Hallelujah. And so when I look at this and understand this, amen, praise the Lord, you must know that it's very, very, very important. And this relationship is something that is so powerful, amen, praise the Lord. And this is what causes so many issues and so many problems because, amen, we don't understand this. And especially being African-American, let's put it that way. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen, praise the Lord. 
Amen. There's a militant streak in us. There's a militant streak in some of us, and we don't want to sit down to learn anything. And I'm here to tell you right now, amen, that you could even learn something from your enemy if you put yourself in the right position, amen, and say that, amen, I'm here to learn. Glory in Jesus' name. So when understanding this and understanding the mindset of this, amen, Jesus spoke, amen, this, these terms. And, and he says something very powerful. In John chapter 13, it's really, really powerful, amen. And when the Lord was laying down the principle of washing one another's feet, and he began to come in, amen, he sat his apostles down, amen, praise the Lord. And he comes in and he says, now, because as a teacher, you don't just teach by what you say, you teach by what you do. And this is why we say it's important to understand when you're a student, because when you're a student, you're not just listening with your ears, but you're also looking with your eyes because you want to follow the example, amen, of him. Amen, praise the Lord. And one of the things, amen, praise the Lord, I love that apostle does, amen, and I will say this to those of you that are teachers. When you are a teacher, you must recognize your position as a teacher. Do not relinquish your position as a teacher. If you're teaching your Bible study, teach your Bible study. And if a Hebrew Israelite walks in and tries to come in, you sit the Hebrew Israelite down and you said, listen, amen, praise the Lord, you're out of line and you're out of order. I don't care what you know, you're out of line and you're out of order. And this is what has to happen. But when, as if you don't recognize yourself as the teacher, then amen, praise the Lord, then the student sometime will overtake you and you'll find yourself being the student while they be the teacher. And that is wrong. That's wrong. So when I sit down and I look and I'm watching Apostle Coward teach and everything, I'm not just watching and listening to what he says. I'm also watching his mannerisms too. For instance, when he stands up, he said, I want everybody out of the hallway. I want everybody out of the hallway. Nobody in the park lot. Tell everybody come in here right now. Come in here right now. I want everybody in here right now. Let me tell you, I'm watching that too. Because, amen, the same way he is demanding as a teacher for everybody to be here, amen, praise the Lord, I have to do the same thing. Now, the reason why he does that is because he knows what he's teaching is so important. It's life-changing. And as a teacher, you must understand that what you bring into the table is so much more, amen, than academics. And you must understand that what if you don't get what I'm about to teach you, you're going to go to hell. So everybody, amen, tell everybody, I don't care if you're parking cars, stop parking the cars, let them park all funny. Get in here now to hear what I'm about to preach and what I'm about to say because this is for your soul. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. 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 And to prove this point, amen, in John chapter 13 and verse 3, the scripture says something very, very particular. Amen. Jesus is about to teach this lesson of washing one another's feet. And he's teaching this lesson, amen, praise the Lord. And matter of fact, you can decide at verse 2, amen, 13 and 2 of St. John. And it says, and, and supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, look at this, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he was come from God and went to God, he, he riseth from supper and laid aside his garment and took a towel and girded himself. Now, verse 3 is very, very important because it says in essence that Jesus, knowing his position and knowing who he was, Jesus moved, amen, praise the Lord, to teach them a new lesson because he understood his position. This is why I'm telling you teachers, amen, know and understand your position and understand that what you're doing and what you're doing and preaching is life-changing. If it is life-changing, amen, praise the Lord, everybody needs to be subject. 
So Jesus comes in knowing that the Father has given all things into his hands. As a teacher, you must know that God has given you the information and the subject area that you're about to teach. You got to know it. And you've got to be able to stand firm on it. And when folk try to come against it, you've got to come against them for coming against, amen, what God has given you to teach. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Amen. They'll tell you that I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Amen. I am. I am a nice guy. I Believe me, I love everybody and want everybody to love me. But I just understand that when I'm a teacher, it's different. When I'm in the teaching position, amen, I'm sorry I'm not such a nice guy. Because there's an authority that I have to keep in the room in order to do what God has called me to do. Because I know God has called me for something greater, amen, than myself. Oh, glory, hallelujah. 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 So you've got to take on a different mentality and a different mindset. You have to literally, amen, call the whole room to subjection. Cockroaches need to stand at attention. Amen. Every cockroach, every lizard, everything need to stand at attention. Amen. Oh, glory. No, no, no. Y'all think I'm playing. We had, listen, my father, we would baptize people. We had a house church. And in a house church, amen, our, our baptismal pool was on the side of the house. And when we would baptize people, amen, we'd have to go outside to the side of the house to baptize this individual. My neighbor, our neighbor had a dog who, amen, barked all the time, cut up every time, act like he was going to jump the fence, act like he was going to meet everybody, amen, and jump on everybody. Had people scared. One day we were going out to baptize this woman, amen, and the dog was cutting up and dad looked at the dog. He just looked at him. The dog went and sat down. Baptized the woman in Jesus' name. Glory, hallelujah. The dog sat still. When she came up out the water, the dog was still sitting still. We would walk back in singing, she'd been down in Jesus' name. The dog was still in position. Matter of fact, dad walked back in the house. He said, oh, I forgot something. He went back. I said, okay, you can go now, dog. The dog picked himself up and walked on off. Let me tell you, you can command that type of authority. Holy hallelujah. And I want to let you know we call that dog apostolic because every baptism we had in Jesus' name, he sat at attention because it was commanded. Amen. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Ask Pastor Shaw about that dog. Amen. Praise the Lord. So when we look at this, you must understand your position. Jesus now wants to teach his disciple. He, verse 4 says, he arrived up from supper and laid aside his garment and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water in a basin. He began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? And Jesus answered and said to him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Powerful statement. There are times when the teacher will do things and you won't understand what's going on. And you won't know where he's going. You won't know what's going on. And this is why it's important, amen, praise the Lord, to sit there at attention, amen, like apostolic the dog. And look and wonder what's about to happen. Because, amen, if you watch him long enough, God will give you the revelation of what he's about to do. And because it's one thing about having a preach word. It's another thing about having a revealed word. And while the teacher is preaching the word of God, God can reveal the lesson and the things into your heart. So that while he's teaching it, God has given it to you. And when God gives it to you, that's when revelation hits you. 
So he told Peter, you don't understand this right now, but you're going to know hereafter. And so Peter says unto him, thou shalt never wash my feet, Jesus answered him. He said, if I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Then Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, he that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every with. And you're clean, but not all. And I began to look at that, amen, and this puzzled me for a little bit, amen. And I said, why, Lord, was it so important for you to wash his feet and wash his feet only? And then as I begin to study this, amen, the washing comes from a word called nepo. And the word means, literally, it means to wash, but it means to wash a part of a body. It means to wash that part, just like what Jesus said. And then, amen, praise the Lord, it is different from the other word, amen, that's mean to wash the whole body. And that Greek word, amen, praise the Lord, means means to wash the whole body. Literally means to take a bath. Amen, praise the Lord. And then, amen, praise the Lord, amen. And then uh, uh, there's another word, uh, uh, fancy word, Pluto, which means it is to wash an inanimate thing. But in this particular case, amen, Peter was talking about, amen, a full body washing. And what you don't understand is the fact, amen, hallelujah, that Peter was literally talking about a baptism. Glory, hallelujah. And when Peter was talking about the baptism, the Lord was trying to let him understand you don't need to be baptized again. Because over in John chapter 3 and verse 22, if you just follow me for a little bit, amen, the Bible says, amen, praise the Lord. And it says, amen, and after these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and what? Baptized. So he went and he baptized his what? Disciples, amen, praise the Lord. And to prove that this is so, amen, uh, uh, John 4 and 1 says, and it says, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard uh, uh, that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, you see, amen, scripturally, where Jesus has already done the baptizing. So what he was trying to tell Peter is, I don't need to take you down again. I don't need to baptize you again. But he said, but I do need to wash your feet See, when the nipo means in essence, amen, when you wash a certain thing, it literally means sanctification. In other words, the Lord said, if I wash your feet, glory, hallelujah, I will sanctify you for the rest of your life. You just keep washing your feet and walking in what I tell you to walk into, and you're going to be fine. Amen, praise the Lord. See, the problem is something that because we've been baptized in Jesus' name, you're sanctified forever. But amen, you need to get your feet washed. You need to get your feet washed. Amen praise the Lord. Because every now and then my feet want to go where they don't uh, supposed to go. Every now and then, amen, my feet want to go where they don't want to go. They're not supposed to go. God told me to do this, but my feet want to go do that. The man of God said, do this, and I want to go do that. Amen, praise the Lord. So every now and then, I got to get my feet washed to get me back in the right mindset to say in essence, my teacher told me what to do, and I've got to bend, oh, glory, hallelujah, and my teacher washed my feet when he gave me a commandment from the Lord. And I've got to walk in what he gave me so I can continue to be sanctified. Glory, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Oh, my God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It is so very, very important, amen, praise the Lord, that when the student becomes the obedient to the teacher, he sanctifies himself. 
This is what Jesus was trying to teach the disciples. If you do what I tell you to do, you're going to be sanctified. You're going to be holy. You're going to be right if you keep doing what I told you to do. This is why, amen, after being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, you still come to Bible study. You still come to Sunday school. You still come to worship service. You still come to morning worship and night worship. You come to some revivals. You come to all of those places because as you are getting instruction from the man of God, you're being sanctified in the things of the Lord. As you're walking in the way of God, as you're walking the way the teacher is teaching you to walk before God, you are being sanctified. You're being put in something new. And this is why you can't say, well, I was baptized in 1981. Yeah, but are you sanctified? Are you walking in the teachings? Are you abiding? Are you walking steadfast in the apostles' doctrine? Are you following, glory, hallelujah, the teachings of your teacher? Are you a student? Because that's what keeps us sanctified. You must understand this and know this. Amen. Praise the Lord. And this is why Peter said, Amen. Hallelujah. In verse 9, Peter said unto the Lord, No, not my feet only, but also my hands. And Jesus said in verse 10 unto him, He that is washed needeth but save to wash his feet. And he says, But is clean what? Everywhere. Everywhere. As long as you're walking the way the teacher's telling you to walk, you're going to be clean everywhere. As long as you're following the instructions from the man of God, you are clean everywhere. I begin to see this. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus preached this understanding that there was somebody in the room that had been baptized but wasn't walking right. The scripture tells us in verse 11, for he knew who should betray him. Therefore, he said, you're not all clean. <laughs> he knew somebody wasn't going to be walking right. Somebody wasn't going to be following the teaching. <laughs> somebody, hallelujah, amen, praise the Lord, wasn't going to be doing what they were supposed to do. So the scripture says, so after he had washed their feet and had taken his garment and was set down again, he said to them, know ye what I have done to you? So you call me master and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. He said, but if I then, your Lord and master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. In other words, amen, praise the Lord. When you see your pastor and your leader showing love to the unlovable, you've got to learn to follow that example too. When you see him talking to people that you swore that you weren't going to talk to no more because they made you mad and did things against you, but he took time. He got hurt by them too. But when you see the example of him taking time and him spending time with them and him helping them out, that's an example, amen, praise the Lord, if you're going to be sanctified, that you must follow. You must follow. You must follow. You see, because who was in the room in that time was Judas. 
Judas was in the room at that time. If baptism was by itself good enough, amen, praise the Lord, without sanctification, Judas would have still been saved. But you need baptism and sanctification to walk in this thing. Glory, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. There's a sanctification that God is calling us in. And the only way to stay sanctified, amen, praise the Lord, is to be able to do what the Lord would have you to do. Amen, praise the Lord. You see, the Lord said something very powerful, amen, praise the Lord, in 13 and verse 20 of, of John. He says, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I send receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. The other thing is, too, the Lord says, your teacher ought to be able to send his word. He ought to be able to send his word and say, do this. And if he sends his word, and you're sanctified, and you're doing what you're supposed to do, his word ought to be enough. He should not have to get up out of his seat and walk in there and say, what did I say? Because when I am, glory, hallelujah, I'm submitted to the teacher, and I'm submitted to the word. When his word goes forth, then we bow down to it. When I understand the fullness of this, amen, God began to show me some greater things. God began to show, amen, praise the Lord, that the teacher, amen, praise the Lord, that if you follow the teacher, and this is the most powerful thing to me, I, 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 I understand this study, bless my soul, amen, praise the Lord, because I started, like I said, I'm writing this book thing, I'm writing this thing, amen, uh, my, my wife is the writer, amen, I'm just a scribbler, but amen, praise the Lord, but as I began to, I started a study, amen, praise the Lord, that began to come up in my soul, because I began to understand that God set things up so that I can receive things above my station you can receive the gift literally that is above your station Matthew chapter 10 and verse 40 when I began to look at this by following and being obedient to my teacher I can receive something that amen praise the Lord that's above my pay grade Matthew chapter 10 and verse 40 the Bible says in Matthew 10 and verse 40, the scripture says in essence, and he that receiveth you receiveth what? Me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that what? Say me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give a drink unto one of these little ones, a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. In other words, if I'm following my teacher and I'm ministering where my teacher says to minister, my minister says, hey, go help that child out. I'm going to get a reward for it. If my minister and my teacher is a prophet, and prophetically, he says, go do this. Amen. And I go do that. I can receive the prophet's reward. My obedience to my teacher would allow me to get the blessings. Amen. That should be coming to my teacher. Glory, hallelujah. This is why you need, amen, an apostle in your midst. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because when you got an apostle in your midst, now I can step into, amen, an apostle's reward. But I got to be obedient. 
got to be obedient. Got to be obedient. Got to be obedient. Got to be obedient. Amen. You say, but, 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 but I don't know. Let me tell you something. I'm trying to tell you now what you don't know. Just follow leadership. Just follow. Just follow. Amen. You ain't got to be smart. Listen, I don't know how my truck work. I ain't no mechanic. All I know is when I stick my key into the ignition, the thing cut on. Amen, praise the Lord. And they got to be even fancy and I push buttons. I get in there, put my foot on the brake and push a button. I don't understand how the thing work. And let me tell you, I don't care. All I want my truck to do is to drive. I don't know how God gives me an apostle's reward. All I want is a reward. I don't know. Hey, glory, hallelujah. Amen, praise the Lord. There are some blessings that we have received in our lives that you know good and well we don't deserve. But because we're subject to the teacher, because we follow the teacher, we can get the teacher's reward. Pray my strength in the Lord in Jesus' name.